When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is time for Super Toss Talk. Yeah, you hear him in the background. There's yeah, Scotty Kaplan. George Sinano is here. What's going on, boys? Yo, uh, yo, yo. We're good. By the way, John, I just want to say one thing to you. Yes. All right. I, actually, one thing to say to you, and then one say one thing to say to Bergman. Okay. I thought course. your interview, I heard the Damian Jones one. I only <laughs> caught a little bit of the Juan Toscano Anderson. was very good. Now, clearly, Steve Mason is the one holding you back in, <laughs> in this regard. Yeah, somebody tweeted me that. Which <laughs> was and... and, and Bergman, in that regard, just in specifically towards Ireland, suck it, Bergman. <laughs> Why? Bergman's good. Or maybe it just, you know, it lit a fire under him. It did light a fire. You know what? That is true, Bergman. Your he energy was high in those John, interviews, Ireland. John, I, heard, I hadn't heard you with that kind of energy during an interview in a long, long time. Yeah, well, that's because we haven't had an interview, George, in six months. <laughs> All right. now, we now, have a Michael producer right, who doesn't though. book any guests. Michael is right. I did catch when Michael joined the show. You guys do a little softball occasionally. There oh, is yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I will, I will say it before, and this is exactly the way it should be. Um, if you put George Sinano, John Ireland, and Steve Mason on a lie detector, all three of us would say we're the better interviewer than the other two, and that's exactly how it should be. Right, but at least so. you and I would have a real shot. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wanted, George and Cap, I wanted to get your opinion on a story we all commented on earlier. Now, Kyler Murray, I don't yeah. know if you guys heard this, oh, but God, we, I heard this. Th- this was <laughs> Clinton and uh, Michael disagreed. Y- yeah, Yates and, has no standards. No, now, uh, Clay, uh, Kyler Murray gets his hair done by a woman named Swanee. Yeah. And so uh, Swanee is an opinionated woman. And she went on a podcast the other day and explained why she doesn't cut Kyler Murray's hair anymore. Braid his hair. Yeah. And I want you guys to tell me if you're on Team Kyler or Team Swanee. Here we go. I also did Kyler Murray's hair. Stop back for a second. You did Kyler's hair? I did. How was Kyler? He actually told me don't tell nobody. But I didn't sign an NDA, so I'm going to say what the hell I want to say. Kyler, I did his hair, and I thought he was so cool. Um, I did his hair. I was honored to do his hair. It's f***ing Kyler Murray. Like, hello. I noticed immediately that he's very entitled. I'm a strong black woman, so this is going to be a very interesting relationship. When I'm doing your hair, we're we're dating. A lot of us are married, and some of us break up. Me and Kyler broke up. No, when you say you broke up, what do you mean by that? We broke up because he, he, he I felt disrespected. He DM'd me immediately uh, and I responded back and I'm like, hey, um, yeah, I can do your hair, whatever. So I did his hair. But then, you know, we would have little moments where we're clashed. One of the moments was uh, he made a comment about the shade room and how black girls run it and how they can be messy. And I'm like, hello, I'm, I'm a black woman. Like, calm yourself. So then uh, one day he calls me and he's like, hey, Swanee, when you come on Thursday, can you wear pants? I don't want to wear pants. I want to wear what I wear. Why do you have to wear pants? If you can control your eyes, that's one thing. And if your girlfriend's insecure, that's her problem. I'm 29 years old. You're, what, 22? I'm a mom of four. I work out every day. I service you whenever you want. One braid is out of place and I come and fix it for you. And you want me to wear pants? You could f*** off. I didn't say f*** off, but I said you, you got me you got me up. Your appointment's canceled on Thursday. Uh, excuse me? I'm like, your appointment's canceled. Well, can you not tell the team about this? Oh, I'm telling the whole f***ing team about this. All right, Cap. Um, he wanted her to wear pants. She is a grown woman who doesn't want to wear pants. She doesn't want to follow a dress code. She wants to wear what she wants. Scott Kaplan, who's right? Who's the customer? Kyler. Kyler Murray. Done. And, and she's in his house. Right. I mean, listen, um, 
it doesn't matter that she's 29 and has four kids and that she's a professional woman and he's a 22-year-old entitled little punk, according to her. Regardless, he's the customer, and whether it's because he can't control his eyes or his girlfriend's upset or his mom lives with him and she says that girl's inappropriate when she comes here, do you want the business or do you not want the business? I'm asking you to just do me one favor. Listen, put it this way. If I had a massage therapist come over to my house and she's wearing tiny little short shorts, I would be like, oh, that's cool. That's a great look. Wear that every time. But if my girlfriend <laughs> said, hey, I don't oh like God. that, that I might say to her, hey, could you mind doing me a favor? Would you, when you come over, I know you like those little short shorts, but can you, can you just put on something that's a little less revealing? Because it, you know, it, I, I don't Cap, like let me ask really you. Cap, let me, let me ask you a quick question. Go ahead, Clinton. You know how it you. says, on a, when you walk into an establishment, oftentimes, if the establishment is a very busy place, there is a sign that will say, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. That is what this woman is flexing in this particular situation. And I yes. don't think there's anything wrong with George that. George Donato, no, what say you? Um, honestly, I don't have an issue with either of them, to be frank with you. Like, if he oh, wants stop to. Stop straddling the fence. Well, I mean, listen, I don't straddle the fence much, but in this situation, like, I, I can understand Kyler Murray. In, in light of everything that's transpiring, particularly with another quarterback in there the NFL go. right now, exactly. um, I, I, would, I, I would venture to guess that that position is probably the smart position to take, um, to not have any potential issues or run-ins down the road. Um, and, you know, maybe, so maybe it's not that he has a jealous girlfriend or whatever. So I guess if I were leaning in a direction, I would lean in Kyler's. But she is absolutely in her right as well to be like, all right, bro. I'm out. See right. you later. Let yeah, me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Sorry, quickly, because I, 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 this is a question that I brought up with Ireland as well, which is, do you think that he said don't tell the team because he might have ruined her skills for the rest of the team, not because he was actually concerned about her airing him out in public? Like, why would you say that if you didn't really care that much either way? I feel like she said she braised the whole team, right? And if he's the one who's messing it up with her as the leader, do you think there's a possibility that he did not want that to get back to the rest of the team because they would be upset with him for getting rid of the best breeder they have? By the way, uh, I love Jonathan Watson, who is uh, one of the uh, biggest super fans of 710 ESPN. He just wrote to me, judging by Swanee's IG, sounds like Kyler Murray's girlfriend got a little jealous. I mean, <laughs> look at Swanee. You can understand. Yeah. Well, I'm with you, George. I think you bring up a really good point, though. Like, given everything that's happened with Deshaun Watson – why would you not say, hey, look, I, don't, I can't even have you wearing that around me? Because, look, I'll give you guys an example. When Robert Kraft got busted in a massage parlor, yeah, a lot of guys stopped going to massage parlors. Laura, from, from Massages a standpoint, are not uh, just She just put a bite of food in yeah, her mouth, and then you yeah, bring Laura it into it. But from a woman's standpoint, if she's inappropriately dressed and the guy's girlfriend, wife Wait, but inappropriately dressed no, is, yeah, I think Well, that's obviously she is. So Laura, well, she wore something Kyla, that made him uncomfortable. Wasn't Kyla right to say we put on something less revealing? Okay, two things here. I think they're both right, and it's not that I'm on the fence, but because as a person who's like, hey, you're going to be very close to me. I want to feel comfortable. I need you to put it's not. It, I hate when men tell women what to wear, but in this case, I understand why he said it. It has nothing to do with the girlfriend. It's about him and his position and where he's at. I also understand where she's at where it's like, yo, this is how I feel comfortable doing my work because it's not something that is easy, right? It's very intricate, and they want to be comfortable and able to move. But it's like, girl, wear yoga pants, wear sweats, like wear yeah. something that you're going to, 
that's covering, but it's still comfortable. Cap, the blocking of actual braiding is something that's important here. When you get your hair braided, you have to sit in between somebody's legs, like literally. And so I think how Kyle long is, does it take roughly? At least three hours, depending yeah, on how much you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, and it, I mean, I, I, I've never done it personally, but clearly, I, you know, I, I worked very closely with someone here who did yeah. uh, in LZ for many years. He used to get his braids locked um, um, and or his locks done. I'm sorry. And so, yeah, it, I mean, LZ, when I, whenever LZ had to go to the salon to get his, his hair done, it would be a four-hour affair yeah. or longer. And I've been to LZ's salon. They have yeah. chairs there. Yo, you yeah. know, it's a whole thing. But when you're in somebody's house, house you're sitting between different. somebody, you're sitting yeah. in somebody's lap, yeah. basically. Yeah. So I understand why he could say that, but I can also understand why, Scott, I don't know how familiar you are with braiding. You are touching that person on multiple connectivity yeah. points for many hours. Hey, let me ask you guys all a question just about this general topic. Since the Me Too movement, have you been less, um, less direct with women? Complimentary. Because I have. Complimentary, you mean? Yeah. You have? Like, yeah. Like, I used to always comment to Amanda. Amanda has, like, really fun pants. Okay. And that she wears sometimes. And I would say, hey, love your pants. Now I'll only say it to her if it's just me and her. Huh. Because I don't want to be walking well, down I mean, the you hallway. You could say to someone, you look nice. Like, I saw Laura and Lindsay at the man. He's like, oh, wow, you guys look really yeah, nice. Yeah, everybody looked you great know? at the man. But I'm, yeah. what I'm saying, George, is like, I specifically come, like, if I'm walking down the hallway and I say to Amanda, hey, cool pants. And somebody else will just use Laura because you're okay, here. Okay. If you're in the hallway, Laura, and I don't say anything about your pants, I worry that you'll get upset I didn't comment on your outfit. No, that's so now I don't say anything unless I'm one-on-one -on -one with yeah, the Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with me, yeah. too. I think that that's just insecurities, potentially, yeah. by other mm -hmm. people. But what what I would say is, look, as long as you don't like sound lecherous like Cappy did with Laura's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, that Michael, was a Michael, disaster. Have you heard this? Come no. on, Clinton. Your boyfriend was very handsome, I wasn't Laura, just I listening. Is very handsome. I wasn't just listening. I was standing right in front of so you. Yeah, yeah. So okay, no, no, Cap was, for you. Yeah, have you what? seen those cartoons where like the, the, the wolf, like their mouth drops and they start drooling? Yeah. I think we should let Cap tell the story. Cap, what's your version of this story? And then we'll play the Audio. Michael, yeah. this is a great exaggeration. Mm -hmm. Michael, let me explain to you what happened. I met Laura's boo for the first time. This was the day of the Mandy's. Red carpet Mandy's. Right. And Clinton, George, me, and Beto Duran. And Lindsay. Yes, but we, we were all on the air at this exact moment. Yes, and Correct. Lindsay was there. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now here comes Laura walking up with her boo. Now, this is the first time I've had a chance to meet this young man. And I'd heard that he's a handsome guy. So as he was standing there in front of me, Michael, I was checking him out. Yeah. Head to toe. So I'm going to pantomime what Kaplan was doing just while you talk. Go yeah, go ahead. Go <laughs> oh, my ahead. God. Please. Go Given on. the up-down? Cap was doing the up-down? Yeah. Do now, yeah. I do, do that, Do we have too. the audio? We do, we do. All right. Okay, no, Laura, oh, Laura actually has audio. Okay. Right, let, let, let Michael judge this. Let's hear it. All right. Michael, hear this. So the people oh. know <laughs> how oh. far you're going. Look That's at this superstar that just arrived. Wow. You know, Laura just pulled up. What's going on? Your girl is did this, her is hair. This, is this Tebow? I'm Scott. Oh. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Oh, maybe, maybe, he doesn't want to be known, bro. Yeah, what are we man. doing? He's just Remember, he gets hidden on Instagram. He doesn't want to be known. Why you got to put Why don't you have an emoji on? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you should have brought him an emoji yeah. mask. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I'm taking a look that at this guy funny. right here. Yeah. Good look. What are you sizing him up? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. going on here? You're so creepy. out here up down. Why are you so creepy? We have that with everybody. We haven't even started the red carpet show. So what are you wearing? Scott, you might be off the broadcast for the sixty k. This is how you're going to be treating guests. We can't have that. We can't have that. Smell delicious. And he does, right? Smells great. That's got to be like cool water or something. Yeah, I don't know, man.
not, that's <laughs> not cool water. <laughs> Using words like delicious to yeah. describe somebody. What is that, cool water? <laughs> not problematic Why are you such a creepy person? Why? What, he he why wasn't, by the way. Like I mean, you were like in a trance right now. I was going to say, he couldn't even hear the question because he's too busy focused on what's going on in front of him. Well, I really like what this gentleman is wearing. Yeah. I like his ring. Yeah. I like his hair. Yeah. Like his eyes. Yeah. He's got, what else? Wow. Good, good looking this guy. This for real? Good looking this guy. Really he, he, Absolute member of the handsome man community. Yes. Okay, so yes. Michael, I didn't think yeah. I didn't think I didn't think that was bad. No, the that's, visual, that's, that's the, if you were there, the, the, the level of old age. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael, let me ask worse. you a question. Yeah. Have you ever described another person? Okay. That isn't your wife as delicious. Oh yeah, all the time. Oh yeah, really? like who? Yeah, norm, well, normally he reserves that I mean, for the time, Rock. Every time I <laughs> or see Rick a, Fox. Every time I see the Rock Ooh, or hot. Rick Fox or Cristiano okay, Ronaldo, them, I drool over. I'm yeah. sure. yeah, I wish I looked like that. Okay. You know, I said Chris Paul has pretty eyes. What's wrong with that? All right. What is wrong with that? Yeah. What's with you guys? Nothing wrong with admiring a good-looking guy. Cal, no, I was not bothered by anything you said. Yeah, I thought it was They're, good. And by it the way, Beto Duran agreed with the deliciousness. Guy. It has everything to do with the way how lecherous Scott Kaplan was. Yes, it was a tonality situation. <laughs> oh, when I look at The Rock, uh, believe me, I drool too. So, oh, I wish I looked like that. Oh, so I, I can understand where Cap's coming me from. Me too, me too. So, I Michael, I have, a weird, I have a weird question. Yeah. If winning time continues into the 80s, yep. are you going to be offended if they don't hire a really good-looking guy to play oh, you? Yeah, it's got to be a good, good-looking guy. It's got to be a Rock, uh, Rick Fox type of guy. Couldn't Trace do it? Couldn't Trace play you if it was like not enough? in baseball season? No, he looks too white. Fair enough. He is. Michael could do it. He's my he's my color. Yeah. He's light skin uh, like or me. Andy, your brother Andy looks like you a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. By the way, did you have you uh, have you reached out to Key about the another light skin championship? Right. Remember Key used to talk all the time yes. about light skin guys right. were soft. Right. I yeah, said yeah. no, man, because uh, <laughs> light skin guys ain't soft. Yeah. Steph and Clay have won both four titles. Exactly. Yeah. Key used to kill us about that. My kind of content. But Cap, I. I thought what you were, how you were complimenting and admiring Laura's boyfriend was within within bounds. There wasn't nothing creepy about it at all. It's hard yeah. to describe the trance he Thank was you. in, though. That's, that's, what that's what's difficult. Look, his, the way he was looking at him, I've never seen Scott look at anybody like justice. this. Yeah. yeah, but I, again, I just had to look up the word lecherous that George has used here a couple of times. <laughs> Maybe Cap just wanted to increase the people going to the post party. It was, it was. So, mm -hmm. Laura, do you look at your boyfriend the way Cap was looking at him? Oh, I look at him way worse. Let me just just explain this quickly. The clip got cut off before Laura put herself in between in the between two of them, them. Yeah. physically, to yeah. separate them because Scott kept encroaching yeah. into the area. That uh, actually happened. Should have told you, see, you two guys get a room or something. By the way, Michael, <laughs> Michael, Laura at the Mandy's, yeah. hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, we all, everybody right. got it done. Yeah. Doesn't surprise yeah, you, look, you look fantastic Thank at the Mandy's. So what uh, happened to all this Me year. Too talk and being worried about saying something to women? Like, all of a sudden, hot? No, yeah, but, like, hot. I thought Laura looked great. Good. Yeah, sure. yeah. Everybody looked good. So did you, Cap. That's well, right. thanks. Uh, hey, listen, it was a great time. I can't believe it's already been, like, we're this Friday will be a full two weeks, right? Or is it three weeks already? I think Are you going to talk about the Mandy's like uh, <laughs> like Al Bundy does? By the way, George, I can bring this full circle. Al Bundy, Ed O'Neill. Yeah. Starring as Donald Sterling and yes. Ramona's oh, yeah. Kelly no, show. I know. That's right. Yeah, Ramona. Yeah. Well, I know originally, I, it's funny, when we were talking about That's this, Ramona and I, you know, a long time ago now, I said, you got to get Tommy Lee Jones. But apparently Tommy Lee Jones was like, eh. Yeah, it's not going to work. You know why, uh, uh, Sedano? Because yeah. every, every time I'll see Al Bundy. 
That's all. Uh, there's a, yeah, well, no, uh, he's known to a whole generation of people. It's, right. it's the I guy mean, from Modern Family. Modern True. Family. Yeah. 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 He had another ten year yeah. run on a show. But Tommy Lee Jones would have been the guy for sure. Yeah, that would have worked. I think yeah. they talked to him. I think they tried no, yeah, to get they him. Did. They did. Ramona said they did, but he was uh, he turned it down. Well, just get Denzel. He could play any part. <laughs> hey, Denzel can play Donald Sterling. <laughs> he's so good. He's so good. He could pull it off. They do a lot with makeup these days, George. All right. So if you're going away. I would say Denzel has kind of creeped into this. Ca- I know people are going to get mad when I say this. Him and Tom Cruise have creeped into this category of they basically play the same person in every movie. That's a good thing. Ooh, yeah. I can see why you went crazy over this guy. Laura just sent me a picture of a. <laughs> 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 How about the nose ring, the earring? He yeah. smells delicious. The hair, he the eyes. Well, he'd be on Team Light Skin, Michael. Oh you, yeah, you, oh, definitely. He, yeah, Key, yeah, yeah, Key wouldn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was nice. He was nice to him. He was nice yeah, to him, nice even though he was light skin. Yeah, he was nice. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> All right, uh, if you're going to the Dodger game tonight. Keep an eye out for Michael Thompson. He'll be the one pacing the concourse. Oh, are you going to go? Yeah, I'm going to go. Wow, wait a second. This is like a monumental moment. You're actually going to go to the Dodgers? Yeah, Yeah. because I'm already up here. I wouldn't drive. Have you been to a game since Trace was on the Dodgers the last time? Too far to drive. Yeah, she's even wearing a Dodgers shirt. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. You know, your son tried to call me a jinx, and clearly I wasn't. Your son, Clay. Right. Um, You ended up winning the championship. Now, if you show up, I mean, Trace has been on a tear, particularly with runners in scoring position. If you show up and he goes over, what, what's oh. going to happen now? Yeah, Banned. Right. That, that'd be a good excuse. Be Trace a good already excuse. told him he can't wear a Trace Thompson jersey yeah. at the game because it's too corny. That's right. It is. It, it is a little corny. But, but Michael, I mean, where will you be during this game? Are you literally just out in the stands somewhere or yeah. you got something good going on? I have a seat, but I sit in the handicap section. As long as no handicapped people are sitting there, I sit in the handicap because there's more leg room because I can't yeah. fit in those seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Michael will be at the Dodger game. Sedano and Cap are coming up next. CY, thank you. No problem. We'll see if I'm here tomorrow. Toss up. I just, okay, no. Here's, here, I just got a text from Mason. Fredo is being discharged tonight. Okay, very well. Tolerated medicines well. Breathing better. Heart now working. I'll be back tomorrow. Oh, All right. wow. Well, I'll still do TV tomorrow, so if it, that changes, okay. I'll be here. We may look at <laughs> it. All right, Sedano and Cap coming up, ESPN LA. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Yeah, yeah. Bum, bam, bam, bam. Come on, Greg. Yeah, come on, Bergie. I'm happy to do it. Oh, there he goes. Bam, bam, bam. Come on, Berg. Try a drum solo. You didn't get to growl today. Yeah, come on. Oh, I heard Clinton start to growl, and then Ireland went straight into Damien Jones. Right to it. 
Can we clip that? Because it's actually kind of funny. I heard the beginning of the show, and the music starts, and Clinton goes, ah! And then John's like, let's welcome in Damian Jones. I'm not allowed to say that it was a good interview because he would say that I would be patronizing him. Oh, I thought he was. Oh, really? Well, his energy was fantastic. It was great. And, I, and the little anecdote he had about. Um, 16 for 17 17 or whatever it was that was good i felt bad for clinton though today because now mace is out and he's got a real life situation he's got to deal with in comes clinton yates now all of a sudden here come all these interviews which are normally off limits and all the controversy of they don't ask good questions anymore i mean clinton found himself in a very precarious position earlier today he did but i thought clinton asked some good questions too well clinton is a good interview he is a very good interviewer um, uh-huh. Here's what I will say. Well, no, don't don't, don't do it, Cap. Everybody other than Mason and Ireland, apparently. Um, so nothing. Today on the show, in about 15 minutes, we're going to have uh, Martin Jarman, who is the AD at UCLA. You got now, a lot Bergman, of good I questions like already planned? for you to be filling in for Lindsay because you're the UCLA guy. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you some stuff before Martin came on, and I do want to get into the Dodgers and stuff today, too. So you, it, it's good that you're here because I wanted to ask you some questions. But um, – I do think there's another reason we're having we're having Ariel Hawani on as well to talk MMA at uh, five fifteen. But also Ariel Hawani on his very popular uh, MMA podcast called the MMA Hour, you can uh, you can hear him. He goes into character occasionally, Cappy, kind of like you and me when we do role play. Oh, like what? Does he become LeBron or Genie? No, he has a character he calls Ariel Heel Wani, as in like a wrestling heel. Mm-hmm. So I want to play the cuts from Bergman. Of what he said on our show, how he uh, was somewhat of a coward on Mason in Ireland. And uh, and I think there's another cut in there somewhere. But I want to play them for Ariel because I want Ariel to toughen Greg up, basically. You know, I'm going to say absolutely nothing on this show. <laughs> Why? Because I got myself into a lot of trouble by no, talking no, no, on this no, show. No, 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 no. You were just Don't, being honest. I feel like you as a heel on Mason in Ireland would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I thought about going full heel, and then I thought about getting along with them every day, and I decided to get along with them every day. Ah, uh, really? Okay, well, Ariel's going to teach you how to be a heel. Oh, good. You know what? If, if he could teach me and I could be better at it, maybe I'll do it. We'll see. There you go. So yeah. we'll have Ariel to talk a little MMA, but really it's more about teaching Greg how to be a heel. I like so it. That was, so, so that was the thought on bringing Ariel on, but as far as bringing Martin on, which is coming up, yeah. Uh, have you come up with a whole bunch of fun and witty kinds of questions, or is this going to be like a real interview about Well, you know, I, the I think we can – I mean, generally we have a lot of fun with him, but I, I think today sure. people want to know, like, what the hell happened and how this all happened, right? Yeah. Like, I think you ha- – I mean, I'm not saying we can't come up with stuff. Like, for example, mm-hmm. I saw Josh Hart tweeted uh, last night, ranch over blue cheese. Like, I, you know, mm. listen, I love – there was a reason I like Josh right. Hart as a player. Now I know there's a reason why I like Josh Hart as a player. Because Which the is, answer is ranch. Hell yeah, there's only one right answer here. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we could ask uh, Martin what he thinks, ranch or blue cheese. So know? why is there only one right answer? I don't get it. I mean, do you like, I mean, I like, I'm okay with blue cheese, but too much gives me a headache. Okay. Well, a headache, really. It doesn't give you a stomach ache. It gives you a headache. No, a little bit of a headache. It's a little too strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on what you're eating, I think, to determine the answer to the question. Nah. Ranch no. or blue cheese. I, I mean, I don't if you're eating chicken it's... wings, what do yeah. you want? Okay, all right. Chicken wings, for example. My preference, blue cheese. Oh, come yeah. on. God, Kaplan. Now, on the other hand, if I'm eating pizza and I get down to the crust, my preference is ranch. Mm. I want to dip a little crust in ranch. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. You go to a restaurant, you get a wedge salad, big old th- chunk of salad, ranch. bacon on it. You want ranch rather than blue ranch. cheese? 
Yeah. Ranch. Ranch. Oh, see, I'm, I'm going with the blue cheese. No, 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 Cappy. See, you were out of the sus category. You're back in the sus category. Re- sus category that. over yeah. blue you're cheese? Back. Yeah, you're, you're back. back. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wait, blue cheese? I just kicked you back in there. You ever have a steak with blue cheese over the top of it? No. No. Really? <laughs> no. Huh. Okay. See? Well, th- th- this is, see, to me, this is not a salad dressing conversation. It's a much deeper, more entailed sort of a deal. Chicken wings on the bone, I want blue cheese. Ugh. Now, chicken wings that are boneless, I may prefer ranch. Mm. See, to me, this is not a black boneless. and white issue. Mm. This is not a, I'm on this side, but I'm not on that side. I'm on both sides. I'm on Team Ranch and Team Blue Cheese. I mean, is boneless even really a real wing? Thank you. That's no, what, it's that's not a real no. wing. Okay. Not a real okay. wing. It's chicken it's tender. A, it's a right. chicken nugget yes. right, that's, that's yeah. drowned in, in you know, sauce. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can agree on that. Which is fine. If you, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But but really, like the blue cheese versus ranch debate, it's really that it's really that black and white that I go on the sus list. Yeah, man. For me, it is. It's like the whole bone bone in, bone out. Mm-mm, just nope. Sus. That's sus, huh? It's yeah. sus, bro. Well, uh, okay. I I guess for now, <laughs> I will I will deal with the fact that I have been put back on the <laughs> sus list. I'm sure you'll get out, but for now, you're in there. Okay. Yeah, you're back. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Bergman, yes. are you happy, sad, confused, all of the above about US, UCLA moving to the Big Ten? No, I'm happy about them moving to the Big Ten. Okay. I thought the sure. Pac-12 was a disaster all the way around. You're, you're, the biggest thing that was going for the Pac-12 when it came to football was Pac-12 after dark. Oh, it was so much fun. It was fun. Like There was high-scoring games, and that was great, but at Always. the same time, it was on at like 8 o'clock at night, so that means that the entire East Coast was asleep already. Yeah, it doesn't get the same it's called after dark. Right. Well, exactly. But most people aren't staying up for it. You got no love whatsoever. You lose one game in the Pac-12. That's it. You're done. It's over. That's true. So it's, that is true. There's no fighting out of that. No. So as soon as you got now that they're in the Big Ten, they're gonna have they're gonna there's gonna be money that's involved that you get along there. You get to go have a better TV deal where I'll be able to watch the games and have to fight find my way into the Pac-12 network that doesn't exist anywhere else. I love it. I think oh, this the is a Pac-12 great movie. Is so screwed now. Oh, there is no Pac-12 anymore. I mean, it's over. It's the Big West. The whack. Wow. You see, wow. the thing is, is this though, you still have name brands. Really? That yeah, you, you do. Mean, Oregon you, you, you do. leave. No, Washington, well, Washington. Well, but hold on, yeah. hold on. That that's not what the the Pac-12 is today. I agree with you. Oregon is an attractive commodity that somebody will pick off. Uh, Washington is very attractive. I've told George this for days. I believe that Cal and Stanford will eventually be invited into some form of the Big Ten because I, I think you want Northern California as well as Southern California, Th- which is why, by the way, all this conversation about negotiating television rights deals with ESPN and Fox. If I'm ESPN and Fox, I'm saying to the Pac-12 commissioner, so wait a second, who are you today? Who are you going to be? And why am I going to invest that kind of money today when I don't know what you're going to be tomorrow? So, you know, you say that, that, that they're the Big West, but as long as they've got Washington and Oregon and Stanford and Cal for now, they're still big time. They're just, they're just only Pac-12 big time, which is not even close to Big Ten big time. No, so, but, but now if you're the Pac-12 and you have those teams, you have Oregon, you have Washington, Stanford, and Cal, they're playing nobody, so they're not going to get any respect whatsoever. If you, lost UC, if you had UCLA and USC and you still weren't getting that much respect, now that they don't, aren't there anymore, they're going to get even less respect. Yeah, no I agree argument. with Greg. No argument. Yeah. I, I agree. But the question is, is if you are Oregon, Washington, Stanford, Cal, you know, what is it you want to do? Because you know, you've heard all the rumors by now 
that Arizona, Arizona State, and you know a bunch of others may jump ship and go somewhere else. Well, everybody's trying trying to figure out what's going on because I don't know. Maybe Martin will be able to tell us this when he comes on. Do you guys think that this shocked everybody else other than USC and UCLA? In other words, those two schools knew what they were doing, but do you think that nobody else in the Pac-12 was like, "Hey, have you heard?" No, uh, they USC. were stunned, according to the call, the Pac-12 commissioner call. Well, with that being said, I mean, these guys were caught with their pants down. Yeah. And that's just, that's just all there is to it, right? Yeah. And so now, if your school's like Stanford and Cal, you're like, hey, what happened? Where's the California brotherly love here, man? What happened? But USC and UCLA, ultimately, some people might think of it as being selfish, but you know what? They did what they needed to do for their schools and for their athletic departments. Because I'm sure you guys have read by now where Martin has said, all of these Olympic sports essentially were saved by this move right. because if if the if UCLA had not jumped ship to the Big 10 it is conceivable that sports that are not what are not big money making sports they might have gotten cut like other schools have done right so a, i mean look it's obviously a monster deal okay but i don't know what's going to happen next i just think Stanford and Cal have to be the next two schools that the Big 10 goes after but why would they go after them? I, would, I don't oh, know. No, I think they got to try to get Notre Dame to buy themselves out of the ACC. That's what I would do. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. You don't think Stanford and Cal are an attractive commodity? Not really. Like, you don't think the not, San Francisco like, no. television market not is like attractive? for college football, like, I don't think. Yeah. You don't it's think not, so, huh? No, it's not no. a bastion. Of... Notre Dame is much bigger brand. Oh, oh listen, we're, I'm not arguing against Notre Dame. I mean, listen, if you, if you can get Notre Dame, you get them. I mean, the ACC was so desperate to just use Notre Dame's name that they were willing to accept them in other sports and say, okay, you can have your football deal and be independent over here. We'll take you in all the other sports. We just want to be in business with Notre Dame. So I get the Notre Dame part of it. But Stanford in particular, if I'm the Big Ten, I'm like, I want a school like Stanford with their programs and and their reputation. I want those guys in our conference. Yeah. All right, well, let's ask Martin next. And um, I'm sure we'll ask him Rancher Blue Cheese. I'd love to get his thoughts on this as well. So all those things, and, and who knows what else we'll ask him, all coming up in about two minutes or so. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Oh, there we go, Cappy. 
Tell me this is my band. Tell me this is my jam right here. Yeah. Is this the Dead Meow 5? <laughs> yes, it is the Dead Meow 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is. You know, the Dead Meow 5 has inspired its own now Twitter handle. I don't know who the person is, but somebody's got a Dead Meow 5 Twitter Chuck handle. Taylor. Who is that? I think it's his name is Chuck Taylor. On Chuck Taylor started a new one? No, no, he just changed it. Oh, he changed his. He changed. No, it. he changed the name. Like it's not his actual handle. I believe it's just like the name that shows. No, no, he changed his handle. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. To the Dead Meow Five. Yep. In honor of Cappy's uh. <laughs> is... Cappy's knowledge of, of popular music. I was gonna say mistake, but yeah, knowledge of popular music sounds better. <laughs> the Dead Meow Five. They rock. They work really nicely with Cascade, yeah. as I recall. Yeah. And uh, Hala. Okay. Right. And there's another group in there somewhere, too. I don't know who, what their name is, but the Dead Meow Five, they're clearly the strength of the whole whole team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It all kind of revolves around them. Oh, Cappy. See? See? This is how you get out of the sus category. Okay. Get off the sus list. You're, you're there you go. Look out. how quickly that happened. See? No, That's he's quick recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, so how so do you hard. get in and out of the sus list? Good question. Solid I mean, Laura's question. the gatekeeper. Yeah, so you're the no, gatekeeper. No, I'm not. I'm just well, I mean, you took, <laughs> took him out, so how does he get in and out? It just depends on an opinion? I don't know. Today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm a girl, So it's man. a moving target. Yeah, okay. I'm I just a woman. Need to understand. We change our minds very, very much. Hey, by the way, um, don't change your mind on this. We're counting down the days to our All-Star Friday night event, which is in nine days. Join the 710 crew at the West Covina Sports Complex on Friday, July 15th to watch the Wiffle Ball Bash and All-Star Softball game presented by Coors Light. All our shows will be broadcasting live beginning at 10 a.m. all the way till 7 p.m. Everyone in attendance will have a chance to win tickets to the Midsummer Classic plus other secret prizes. 710 All-Star Friday night is open to the public, but if you want to get on our VIP guest list, Text the word STAR, S-T-A-R, to 40705. That's the word STAR for, to 40705. Coors Light, keep, keeping Southern California chill all summer long. So I can attest uh, Bert- to that, by the way, because I probably had about five Coors Lights Saturday afternoon. The sun was beating down on me. I was hanging out yeah. by the beach, and I was just putting down some Coors Lights. Yeah. So I was keeping me cool. Okay. Uh, now, Bergman, I feel like this is uh, th- this is like part of the course with you. So I text Martin Jarman and say, hey, we're calling you later. You know, all good. No problem. And now you call him. He's not picking up the phone. I, maybe it is just me. I'm going to try gotten... and see if he answers. Okay, may- maybe you can do it. But either way, like this is one guy, though, that I would hope would answer because yeah. I love Martin Jarman. Yeah, I think he's been doing a fantastic job at UCLA. The second he got there, he started making good moves. So he got us into the Big Ten. He's bringing the two HBCUs this year, mm-hmm. Alabama State, and I think it's uh, South Alabama. I don't remember the other what the other school was, but mm-hmm. bringing them, bringing their whole band and everything. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So I I love what he's doing. Yeah, and he clearly saved the UCLA athletics. So there's that. He did. Yeah, he also got us the Jordan brand. Right. It's huge. Yeah, no more Under Armour. Yeah. Under Armour was a bad, bad situation. It was bad, really. It was. I <laughs> yeah, mean, well, they tried know. to get out of it, and, and like there was just a whole. It was a big old mess. I mean, I'm not an Under Armour person. I have like a few like shorts that somebody gave me. Like they they were like free, but like they're they're fine, I guess. I don't have any Under Armour sneakers though. Maybe this is why there aren't guests on Mason in Ireland because when Fergie goes to put them on the air, they Very don't well answer. Could be. Very yeah. well, could be. I mean, is that yeah. possible? Yeah, everything is possible, Cappy. Yeah, it's all out there. It's all on the table. Everything's yeah. a possibility. That's true. It is a possibility. Yeah. Uh, well, in the interim, let's talk Dodgers then, real quick. Hey, the Dodgers are starting to roll here. 
right? Yes, yes they are. Yeah. I, Ryan Pepio, right? That's how you say his name? Yeah, Ryan Pepio, yeah. Yeah, he was fantastic yesterday. Sure was. Um, you know, now Justin Turner and Max Muncy, who started off slow, are heating That's up. That's the key. That's the yeah. key right there. You Is just the key? said it. You just right said there? It. Right there, Max Muncy. Yeah. That's the key. Okay. See, earlier in the year, remember when people were like, well, Max Muncy, he's not performing. You know, man, maybe you got to do something about it. Maybe you got to sit him down. Think about that a little bit. It's like, no. Well, you couldn't send him down. He's a Rule 5 guy. Not, not send him, sit him. Oh. What I'm saying is, is that you got to have patience with certain guys who've already proven to you what they are, and you got to let them work back to what they were, particularly when a guy is coming off an injury and a position change, et cetera, et cetera. And now that Max Muncy is a guy who you can count on again, to me, he's that's one of the biggest reasons why the Dodgers are, as you describe them, starting to roll. I'm a Max Muncy fan. Yeah, once he went down, like he maybe he just needed a little extra time after he had the injury from the year before. And now he's starting to hit, hit better. He got on the base four times yesterday, and the biggest part of all of that from him getting on base yesterday was the walks. He's walking again, which is the biggest part of his game. So it was nice, really nice to see. Look, I, I just think that now all of a sudden, I mean, they're in first place. They have the best record in the National League. Uh, they are now finding themselves in a position where, you know, where we expected them to be, basically, I guess. Right, is the best but, way but, but hold on. Here's what else is happening. Not only are the Dodgers in first place and best record, et cetera, you got to remember they're weathering a storm as well. And by weathering the storm of Walker Bueller's injury and Mookie, who was out for just a little bit, and we mentioned how Muncie wasn't, wasn't right early on, uh, now you got Chris Taylor with a foot issue. I mean, there, there are things going on, and yet this team is still finding ways to win, whereas... The Giants, who shocked the world last year, they're back to being who you probably thought they were going to be, and they're ten and a half games back. And let's face it, after smacking the Padres around for three out of four, and then the Padres go home and lose two straight to Seattle, I mean, right now, the Dodgers are not just in first place. They're in comfortable control of the division as of today. And that's what it was supposed to be, right? They were supposed to be a team that was winning this division by 10 games, and that's what they're doing. It's really weird because you look over at the Yankees, and the Yankees are just flying by everybody with that short portion right field. They're so good. It's it's out of control. But like Clinton was saying on the other show, it was they're all they do is hit home runs and walk. So that's that's kind of a fake situation where that's not going to hold up in the postseason but the fact is that we're seeing what they're doing oh, I know. Saying, they're pitching pretty well too they are pitching very well but basically what i'm saying though is that we see as dodger fans as la fans we see what the yankees are doing in the al and just running away with everything and saying we're supposed to be doing that we're supposed to be running away with it we're supposed to be you know 50 games or 60 wins already just like the yankees and it's not happening so you think there's something wrong but they won fifty. They've won fifty games. Dude, there's nothing wrong. They're there's nothing wrong except for injuries. Right. Their winning percentage is sixty four percent. There is nothing <laughs> wrong. Well, with the, the Dodgers situation is not and, great. And, and even the and listen. And even the closer situation hasn't derailed what these guys have already done. It's probably likely to be a position that they're going to have to try and upgrade at some point. But again, it's it's kind of like having this confidence in Max Muncie based on who he's always been. I don't have the same confidence in Craig Kimbrell at this stage of his career. They might. I don't. Um, but still, it hasn't, it hasn't killed them in any way. As, as bad or as average as he has been. So there, there is really nothing wrong with the Dodgers right now. Could a couple places be upgraded? Sure, why not?
Yeah, are the they, are they, situation is a disaster. Are, are they getting more pitching from guys that they weren't quite expecting it from? Yeah, they are. You know, but still, uh, th- things are all good in Dodgerland right now. So you're talking about the closer situation. I know you like the NC Almonte. I, I still don't think he's the right guy just yet, Sedano. But I, what do you think of this? Let's say their pitching staff is going okay, and they're and they're pretty much healthy. Besides, you know, Walker Bueller not coming back yet. Dustin May comes back in round August. Oh, I'd take him as the closer. Yeah, would you put him as a closer? That's kind of oh, what absolutely. I'm thinking. Like, yeah. dude throws a hundred miles I, I an hour. I don't think Gratterall is the answer either, though. I don't think Gratterall is. The I mean, answer I know he got the save yesterday, but I don't think he. I mean, he's been a little bit of a roller coaster at times too this year. Yeah. By the way, I don't know though about Dustin May coming back off of Tommy John surgery and going into the closer role where you know you're going to have to pitch on consecutive days and the warm up routine that you have to have, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I'm not so sure based on the injury, if that's the role. I'm not saying it's impossible, hardly. Like Dustin May a lot. But I, I don't know if you take a guy fresh off Tommy John in rehab and put him in that role. No, I, mean, I think it's a good point. I just would kind of put him in a situation where he doesn't have to use as much going over five, six innings and p- throwing 100 pitches coming off of the injury. If he pitches, tw- If he has 20 pitches, kind of like bullpen sessions, maybe you don't pitch him on back-to-back days. I don't know. I just think it's something that you can work with. They did a lot with Urias two years ago. So, I mean, it's just something It's something to do that's not Craig Kimbrell because he's been a disaster. He's not good. He's just not good anymore. No. Agreed. Yeah, that's why it's I don't understand. A, it's what... been a long time, by the way. I mean, Craig Kimbrell, I'm trying to think of – I mean, he's, first of all, he's been everywhere in his career. But when was – what year was it where, the, like, the last time you're like, wow, Craig Kimbrell is really one of the top closers in baseball? Atlanta. Which yeah. how many year, how many years ago? Know. Yeah, it's been a couple. Because he was in San Diego, right? He was, For, oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, he was in San Diego. He was also like he pitched well he with, the, with the Cubs, right? For a he little was bit. The Cubs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The White Sox. Yeah. But I mean, 2014 is when he left Atlanta. Yeah. He was with Boston for a couple of years as well. Yeah, he bounced around because he's just not the same guy. He pitched well, you know, against the Dodgers, but for the most part. Yeah. Once you're a closer and you're bouncing around a bunch of places, that's never a good sign. Agreed. Because if you're good, people are holding on to you because there's just not, there's so much volatility when it comes to closers that if you got a guy that's actually good, you ain't going, you ain't letting that guy walk. No, and that's why when Doc said he's like, oh, he's earned that right. What right did he earn as a Dodger? Yeah. Oh, well, look right. at you. I love how you stood up like that to him. <laughs> stood up to Doc. Why didn't you stand up to Mason in Ireland like that? <laughs> I go, I go full heel against Doc, but I yeah, don't got, do it against Mason Ireland. Right. He got to, he got to see Mason in Ireland every day. You don't have to see Doc Roberts. Exactly. You don't have to see him. We're not the Dodger station. It's okay. <laughs> you can say what you want then. Exactly. No problem, pal. Coming up next, um, there's some breaking news uh, that I just know. Well, maybe not breaking, uh, but there's a story that just popped up about this whole Big Ten move. Cappy, you may be onto something. I'll I'll say that. And Brian Windhorst kind of giving us some thoughts about LeBron's future as a Laker. It may be, spoiler alert, something you've heard here. We'll get to some of that coming up. Stick around. 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Is this the Beyonce song that Russ was singing when he opted in to his $47 million Mm -hmm. deal with the Lakers? Mm -hmm. By the way, George, the whole discussion yesterday about Jeannie's tweet, you know, I've heard from a lot of people that totally disagree with me that say she's not talking to LeBron. She's talking to Russell Westbrook. No, she's not. I don't think so either. She's not. I don't think so. I don't believe. I I don't believe. Listen, right now, they are all in on, like, putting their arms around Russell Westbrook. I mean, did you hear Darvin Ham? Like, I, I, that's why I don't believe it. Yeah, I know. So everybody who was coming at me yesterday going, you know what, dude, it's just lazy and it's easy to assume that she's talking to LeBron versus people coming at me going, no, dude, she is talking about Russell Westbrook. Because when you think about who was a more selfish, less team-oriented sort of personality – it was Russ. And then he's singing that song the day he's opting in, like, you won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. And she's talking to Russ. I'm like, listen, you guys can tell me I'm wrong all day long. Maybe Why I did am. you make Beyonce Bob Dylan is my question. You don't break my soul. <laughs> you don't break my soul. It's just mean to Beyonce. Is it? <laughs> A little bit. I don't even understand. Like, why What's up, bae? What's up, girl? So, okay, look. You guys may think that she's talking to Russ. I don't. I think she was talking to LeBron. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't believe she's talking to Russell. I mean, Bergman, what, how did you interpret it? Since I, we have you here. Yeah, I, I actually agree with Cap. Wow. Uh, I was. I think she was talking. <laughs> to, <laughs> I think she was talking to LeBron. Did I, you say you actually agree with Cap, and then you had like a comma, and then, and then sort a, wow. of like a noise. I've heard things you've wow. said about me on the air too, Cap. Don't you worry. I listen to this show. Um, but no, I. Dang. I think. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's us. <laughs> that's sus- am I on the sus list? That's how we get on the sus list? Um, no, go. I thought, look, she mentioned Kobe. So there was a reason that you mentioned Kobe. And so it was. I think it was aimed a little bit at LeBron just being like, Kobe would have had my back. Kobe would have come up and done and talked to people for me and would have been there for me. And that's not what LeBron is doing. So I thought it was a little bit of a shot at LeBron. Right, but the, I get my bit. point on that. Okay, or a shot. My point on that is this. Do do you not know who you got into business with? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, sure, but like, like he has been very. I mean, his, historically, he's always been like, "Hey, man, this is about players, okay? Not the organization. Like, w- we control our destiny, and we're gonna and we're gonna control it when we have the power. We're gonna flex, and that's what he does. And that's and, and that's totally and, and fair. And she and she, in some ways, may have even given him more power or more control over her franchise. So now she's looking at him going, you know, I gave you all this power and, and you, you told me you were going to get me all these championships and we've got one, which is nice in the bubble season. But Well, the by the way, is, they would have had none had he not, had he not arrived. To be 100% fantastic yeah. point. Totally yeah. right on. That's true. I can live with that. But all I'm saying is, is that she, if, if, if I'm right, which I'm, 
I'm like 73% sure I'm right. Okay, I'm leaving a little three percent. Eighty-five, right? Eighty-five, go high. Eighty-five, ninety. Eighty-five, ninety. All right, so that's so okay. So let's just go with ninety then. Now we'll go on the high end. Thank you for for boosting my numbers, Laura, by seventeen points. Yeah, yeah. Off the sus list. If I'm ninety percent right that she's talking to LeBron James, well, you know, listen, she has a lot of you know blame herself. She got into business, as you point out, George, with somebody who was going to deliver championships, who's delivered one, who's been hurt a lot. Who, who brought in a player last year that everybody would like to get rid of, including probably LeBron right now. And so, listen, she gave him even more control than he had when they combined forces. Yeah, and by the way, he has control of his own destiny at the moment. And remember what I talked about with you, right? I, You know, we had the reporting that said that LeBron is going to wait to see what the draft and free agency brings before deciding to commit. And by the way, he doesn't have to commit on August 1st. That's just the first day that they can offer him an extension. So Brian Windhorst was on Get Up this morning and was asked about LeBron's future, I guess, at the moment. And Laura, if we have that sound, let's hear what Brian had to say this morning on Get Up on ESPN. He is not extension eligible until until next month. But obviously, he is watching very closely what the Lakers do. You're not going to hear us talking a whole lot about the Lakers. And I mean, you know, they will sign guys, but we're not expecting impactful names. They've got a basically bargain bin shop. Um, And so the real question is, will LeBron look at this Lakers team? He can extend for two years and 100 million. I mean, he's at the point where he's going to get 50 million dollars a year if he extends. That is not anything to sneeze at. And so, will he extend and commit to this Lakers team? Will he not extend because he's not sure he wants to commit to this Lakers team? Or will he let it go just to find out whether the Lakers can make maneuvering? So, Russell Westbrook's contract is going to be expired after next year. If LeBron lets his contract expire, the Lakers could have have cap space, and he could do what James Harden is doing, which is lower his salary to help the team. But we'll see. So... Basically, everything I told you over the last couple of weeks <laughs> about him, Brian Windhorst just laid it out for you in a 90-second clip. Yeah, and he pretty much told you this. LeBron James is 100%, not 90, not 73, 100% in total control of the situation. He's in control, right? I mean, nobody has any leverage. LeBron has all the leverage. I can choose to play on this current contract. I can choose to sign the extension. I can wait and see to find out what's going to happen. I can also not necessarily tell you what my plan is. And then at the end of the year, when Russ is gone, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you what a great guy I am. I'm actually going to come back and resign and take less. Well, could you tell us that now so we kind of all are on the same page with what we're doing? No. Which means if you got to wait. The answer is no. Why? Then, he doesn't have to do no, any of that. Correct. So, therefore, he is in 100% control. Yeah. But isn't Which that is, how NBA players work in general? Most of the time, the, the player has the control. Yeah. and that, yeah, Especially but, the star players, right. for sure. We're, yeah. we're talking about three different options here. Don't sign, sign, eventually become a free agent, and sign back for possibly less. But however LeBron decides it's going to go, that's how it's going to go. And correct. I could imagine Jeannie sitting in her place at 11-11 on Sunday night, being so frustrated and annoyed that she decides to put this tweet out. There must have been something that was provocative that led to the tweet. 
But as long as it's cryptic like that, she has left it open to our interpretation. That's mine. And, I, and what I told you yesterday is I think it's multi-pronged, right? It's the stuff we've just discussed. It's I, – I've I told you, she's frustrated at the way the fan base has turned on her. Um, and, and, and this is just my guess. I don't know that because I don't talk to her. But I see what the nasty stuff people write her. And – Dude, it's just natural human reaction to look at that stuff and be like, dude, there's only so much I can do. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and 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 yes, you're right, Cappy. There's probably more that they could have done. There's no I'm not disputing that. But but I'm just saying this is like I would imagine her having a very human moment and being like, come on, man. Like, really? Like, this is not, you know, this is not what I expected, you know, like and just being frustrated in general at the reaction she gets at the Kyrie situation. And the third part, as I mentioned, is the Kyrie situation. The Nets don't want Russell Westbrook unless they're going to be incentivized. That that I can tell you with fairly uh, certain assurances. You dropping a morsel on us right now? I'm just telling you that the Nets ain't going to take Russell Westbrook without any anything to sweeten the pot. So Fine. let me ask you sweeten this, it. Sedano. So. Why should the Lakers, though, kind of bid against themselves? Nobody else wants Kyrie Irving. There's nobody. And if they if they don't want to go, if they don't want, if the Nets don't want to say, sign or trade him, then he's going to stay. But why should the Lakers give more when there's nobody else bidding against them? It's essentially the Rob Lakers, Palinka wait, George, saying. Let me answer this for you, George. He, he, let me answer this ahead. for you. You ready yeah, for this? Yeah, here's yeah, why. Yeah. Here's why, Bergie. Okay. Yeah. Because because George has yelled and screamed at me about this. You ready? Okay. Because the Lakers have no other option. In other words, if they don't get Kyrie, they can forget competing for a championship. Whereas, if they do get Kyrie, then they are going to be competing for a championship. That's, again, I'm answering for George. George, you see this? I'm role-playing. I'm you right now. (laughs) This is the only chance the Lakers have is to get Kyrie. And as George yelled and screamed at me, and, and tried to drill that into my head. You know what my answer for that was? What? Are you out of your mind? Everybody, your only chance is Kyrie. If you're putting all your eggs in the Kyrie Irving basket, you're screwed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, what I'm telling you is if they don't, they're screwed. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a catch-22, <laughs> right? they don't, right? Yeah, no matter what you do. But here's the thing. Like, if they give both the 27 and the 29 pick, which what seems like it seems to be that they want both, mm-hmm. then you have absolutely nothing when they leave. You have no asset whatsoever outside of Kyrie Irving, which we don't know what Kyrie Irving is actually going to do at any moment of his life. And Anthony Davis, who we've talked about and you've talked about many times, is not very healthy very often. So... After that, you have no assets, period, So, wh- so what are you supposed to do? Just let it ride? Well, I mean, what, there's only so many choices that you can do. It's just more so of, like, you can't just give everything that you have just to have a, just have a chance for one year. There has to be wait, a little bit wait, for wait, moving let me, forward. Let me answer. I'm going to be George now. You ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Can he be okay. you afterwards, too? Yeah. I'm going to be back to being George here for a second. Okay. You're in the LeBron business, which means you're into trying to win now. So forget about the future, forget about assets, forget about what you might have or what you do, or what you might not have. You got into business with LeBron, you have to be about winning now, and you'll have to sacrifice your future to accommodate LeBron today. Wow, Cappy, you do listen. That was George, a really good it Sedano. Is, it is remarkable that I am actually not only listening, but remembering, because, Berg, I don't know if you heard this yesterday, but, but George and I went to a commercial break, right? Okay. And George says to me, as soon as we go to a commercial break off air, he says, hey, do me a favor. Everything you just said, repeat it to me, because I want to I kind of go into that. To which I, of course, said, 
What did I say? I don't, I don't, I don't have any idea what I just said. None, zero. <laughs> he completely forgot. I'm Greg, when I tell you that it was literally three seconds later when I said that to him. And I'm like, you know what, Laura, can you just cut it up and play it? Because it's going to be a lot easier to just do it that way. It actually worked out because it was at the top of the hour. Oh, so you could yeah. get it right away, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. That is such a – that's why you're host of the year, Cap. Is that right why there. it is, Cap? Is that it, really? That's it. That's that was why, it right huh? there. That's and why. the singing. So, Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, like the Lakers don't have, they don't have a lot of options. No, they don't. I just so like you have to start choosing of what you're going to do. I mean, yes, getting rid of Russell Westbrook makes sense. Get rid of him. It's the right choice. But you're bringing I mean, Kyrie in a guy Irving also wants to get paid, man. You of know course. what I mean? Like, so he's going to play nice <laughs> for a year, but then, yeah, at least then you're going to give him some right. big contract, and then he's not going to play well, nice once he gets he's the money. Here, you're going to get LeBron here for longer, and then he, you know, LeBron knows how to. Deal with Kyrie. I, I get it, but like Kyrie, LeBron at 34, 33 is different than LeBron at 39, 40. Okay. I mean, yes. I mean, any, I anybody. I, 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 so you're saying not to sign LeBron either? No, I, obviously you try and sign LeBron. I, but it's at some point, things are going to have to start turning over. And okay. Well, but again... To my point, which is the one Cappy just uh, reiterated. Very well, actually. Thank you very he much. Did. See, George, I listen to you really, really carefully. I mean, not really. Most days you don't. I but mean, some you did. stuff when I, you're talking about I, stuff, I have, that, no. uh, sometimes I just tune out. But I, I've drilled it into your head so many you times. You yelled at me. That you screamed at me like I was I a did. child. I did. I yelled because it was like, mother bleeper, come on. <laughs> How many times do I got to repeat myself here? <laughs> so it's like dealing with my children, you know? Right, but, but just the, imagine, uh, think about what you're saying. The Lakers' only chance at a championship. This, right now? Is to get Kyrie Irving. This season? Absolutely. I'm letting yeah. that marinate. Everybody. I'm just saying, like, do you have another option for them to win a championship this year? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have another option. What's that? So, Tell us on the other side, Cappy. I got to write it down so I remember. Yeah, write it down so you remember oh, what the hell, hell you actually said. Yeah. All right. Laura, make sure to cut another it up. Just option. Oh, another option. All right. We're back in two minutes.